0: Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The sun hangs heavy over the Valley of the Setting Sun. The Valley of the Setting Sun is a Scion 2nd edition game set in Phoenix, Arizona. and starring Craig as Sir Nicholas, Slavik as Jesse, and Mitch as Gary. Join our heroes as they adjust to their new powers and navigate the tangled roots of the Scion community. Will our heroes be able to achieve their destinies or will their bones be left to dry under the desert sun? You can reach out to us on Twitter at twin_cities_vtm underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities By Night, where you can find a link to our Discord Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the, I guess you just called the epilogue of our Scion game, Valley of the Setting Sun. Where we last left off, our heroes had each one uh, sort of, you know, track down Loki and managed to sort of get him to run his mouth. about his grand plan to humiliate the other gods in front of the other gods, get kicked out of the party for being disruptive, and, you know, catch the uh, person who was trying to steal the father of knives. So now we're going to just sort of, you know, g- get into the denouement things. And so we're gonna cu- we're gonna begin right out in the parking lot of the uh, mountainside uh, location that's hosting the part the party during the Thunderbird migration. Right now it's just guests Jesse and uh, Gary who are out by the par- by the cars with the. Uh, you know Rachel DeLewis. Lewis, and so both of, scenes on you. You will have you know, a woman who is you know just trying to uh, you know just spit curses at you, and just you know, and you got you know you have a little bag with the father of knives in it. Scenes on you.
2: You know this could go in a much more
1: pleasant direction. You just need to settle a little. You're talking, to, saying this to Rachel DeLewis? Oh yeah, and she, and she's she is just continuous. She is just spitting venom at you, not literally, but. She is not. She is not a happy camper right now.
2: You want a drink? Some more d'oeuvres A light spanking? I mean, come on.
0: <laughs>
1: okay oh, That they caught me off guard. <laughs> so she just no. She she just point blank refuses. She just says die, and she, she she is just she is just gonna like you know inch away from you somewhat.
2: You know there is one culture that refers to the orgasm as a little death. So is that an invitation? Because I'm open.
1: So so yeah, she is she is she, is, she is, so she is definitely just point refusing everything you're saying, and so inside I, I, I see you you see coming out you see uh, Kieran coming out just what? Do so you tell tell me what the fuck happened? And but wait, well, yeah, Jesse, he your spear back and he you tosses your uh, size changing spear. Nice. So you you were gonna have to explain wh- why you why is that woman tied up? You know what the Father of
0: Knives is, Kieran?
1: You, you mean that briefcase thing you meant brought back a, like a week ago?
0: Yeah. She's involved.
1: Okay. How involved is this? Is she? Very involved. All right. Uh, she with, like, is she with... Who's, who's, who who, where do her allegiances lie? Like, is she with some... a who, who pantheon is she with? Is she with anyone or... Oh, uh,
0: well... I don't think she's with anyone, isn't she? I think she's part of the uh what do they call themselves? Uh the anti-god people.
1: Oh the day aside group. Ah, I see.
0: Right, that's them.
1: <sighs> um definitely n note to self find out who with hell was in charge of screening people for this event. So yes. Well, good job on that. I, I just I think you might want to take that out of here just right, just not everyone here is on the best we, this is neutral ground but you know neutral ground only is neutral as long as you are on neutral ground once you're off it you know things can heat up if you know what I mean yeah could be fun though could be but yeah yeah I'll save it for the next fight club yeah so yeah Jesse I managed to talk them into not kicking you out of later's later tonight's activities. They won't let you back in here right now, but
0: That's alright.
1: Uh Well no see here's the thing though. This is where we're we we're all supposed to get together and prove and sort of prove to each other that yeah, we can behave civilly. Later tonight is when we decide just go crazy and go wild on stuff.
0: Nobody told me about that.
1: Did you I not read the full I... invitation?
0: Uh Gary why didn't you tell me?
1: It's, you know, you gotta leave a
2: little
0: surprise in there. Oh, well, I think we have to get this sorted first. Let's call... Yeah, Detective Johnson. I think she should probably settle this. If we let them inside settle it, we'll probably end up just with a corpse.
1: like think well, says, yes. There are quite a few people who... Letting people, leaving their enemies alive is generally seen as a bad idea for them, so... So, do you call up uh, Detective Johnson? Yeah, I'll ring her up. It's like, hello, Supernatural supernatural Squad Division? Hey, Detective, how you doing tonight? Well, oh, we're somewhat busy trying to make sure the uh, Thunderbirds don't, you know, destroy our uh, city in a hail of lightning.
2: Well, you know... You should probably come down and join us at the little soiree we're having.
1: I don't know if I really would be allowed to... um it's a whole uh, uh, Children of the Gods thing, right? I, I don't know if I'm allowed really to. It's not, probably not good for my health, the.
2: I'm pretty sure we can make an exception, both because you'd be my invited guest, and also because we kind of have some deicide cultists
1: here, at least one in particular, that might need your attention. Okay, that does fall under our jurisdiction. So, yes, I I, I will... Uh, get out, get out there soon. I just need to make sure I have the right uh, protections and offerings so they don't strike my car down. And then, yeah. And so, yeah. She so she gives you like an ETA of you know like you know twenty minutes yes, because she has to then get up the mountain and stuff. It's
2: a date. Wear something sleek. And with that, Gary will hang up. All right. Hey, Aaron, can you sneak me a beer from the party here?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just try not to. Uh, I, I just try to be inconspicuous and I cannot believe I'm saying this. Find a gag for her, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean he, he just, like, oh, I just cannot believe I just said that.
0: Jesse just looks towards Gary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you procure a gag,
2: Gary? I assume Gary has a gag.
0: Gary. Oh, sorry,
2: I was <laughs> muted. No, Gary, in fact, did not bring a gag to this. However, you know what you can do? Socks are very versatile clothing items. Gary's going to take off his shoes and use his socks to gag her.
1: If looks good, kill, you will be dead about five times over by this point. Shh. Just enjoy it. And we're going to cut back to Nick. Nick, you've been sort of uh, been keeping Loki talking. And by this point, Loki has sort of ca- caught on to the fact that his co- her cover's been blown, kind of. Yeah, I think the last
3: words out of Loki's mouth was, and they're all right behind me listening, right?
1: Yes. And I think
3: that's where we cut
1: away. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, I think um Nick's kind of just like sitting there smiling and kind of like looking from Loki to the crowd that's been forming behind Loki and trying not to make eye contact with either of Theophania's mothers.
1: So yeah, then Loki just sort of stands up, right? So Without without turning around, they just so I'm just gonna, you know, head out. Uh, you you can keep the minotaur. I don't I don't think I'll be needing him right now. Uh, sorry for all the uh you know, complications and stuff. But when I want something, I I tend to find it's very easy for me to find a way to get to it. Can you like change the stereo back first? Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. Just with the fingers and just like the uh. Then you just see the Minotaur in a suit, just sort of, like, looking very uncomfortable for all the uh, attention currently on him. It just
3: immediately fills out the chair he's in. So, like, is there, like, Sion jail, or is there, like, really no stopping Loki when Loki wants to do stuff?
1: There are... Are you asking that, or are you you saying that in-character or out-of-character? I'm wondering if Nick knows, because, like... I'd say... I'd say I'll just tell you as tell you this out of character. Just so Nick would know that especially with there there are things you can do for gods, but especially like when they're an actual god, there are limits to basically it's a house to be or do you what you want to try to imprison them. So basically
3: I think the angle that Nick is going in for like you're really not welcome here anymore sort of thing and just like trying to use like the peer pressure to kind of like not shame Loki into staying away but like like hey if you actually do start picking a big fight like you have to deal with more than just this puny little knight, yeah yeah,
1: so yeah Loki is just uh you know Loki tries to you know just walk out but the you know it's you know someone from the crowd behind them just grabs her shoulders like so yeah this is the not fun part uh so little uh whatever your name is night boy um so you you can just run along and do stuff. I'll uh I'll just be with these people talking for a bit, you know how it is. <laughs> Gary turns to uh Wait, is this Loki saying this? Yeah, Loki is saying this. So, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so Aphrodite, <laughs> uh, glad to see both of you looking so fu- looking fine tonight. Um, and so they just they just sort of trail off a bit.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think Nick looks up, um, maybe catches one of their eyes, and then excuses himself. All right, so Estereo uh, is just. Can I go with you, sir? Uh, yeah. Okay, I just need to uh, do something real quick. Alright, I i wait for you here.
1: All right. All right, sir. Yeah, and then Nick
3: goes to the bathroom. <laughs> all right.
1: So have you what are you gonna what are you, when you come back,
3: what are you gonna do? You gonna... Uh Nick is a couple minutes and then he, he comes back and all right, uh I guess we did promise to find your home. So check in on that. That's not what you want though, right, buddy? Y- yes, sir. Yeah,
1: I I very much, very much like to go back home. Okay, well, I
3: I know a little lady who's been working quite hard on that. Yeah, you didn't happen to
1: uh, have a ride here, did you? Uh, well, Loki, they um, they did have a vehicle, but I don't know if it. I don't know if it is theirs exactly, or if they just used it, or I, 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 I don't know. Really, I don't know, sir.
3: Right, let's see if we can find Gary. I I think my my rides had been kicked out of the party earlier. All right. I I think uh, Nick leads uh, Asterios out into the parking
1: lot. Jesse and Gary, you will see Nick coming out with Asterios the the Minotaur behind him. Are there supposed to be kids at this party? Because if so, it's it's about to get weird. It's the later one that
2: they're not invited to, right?
1: Later
3: party. I thought that was just like a euphemism Gary was saying. Nah. Nope. Alright. Well, yeah. Uh, I suppose we should... I promised the guy that we, we'd find his home, and uh, Mel's kind of working on that, so I don't know. We should probably at least uh, t- talk to uh, Johnson about, you know, that APB. Well, she's coming here anyway, so
1: you'll have a chance in, like...
0: And Jesse just looks towards the road.
1: Like... I like... like- so you you keep waiting and no no car come pulls up on your on your prompting. Instead, you do see Kieran sort of uh, come come back with your with your beer.
0: I'm fuck. I should have gotten one for Gary
1: too. So Kieran is literally says, "Hey, heads up! I think some people are trying wanting to come out to see what's going on over here. Either, any of you guys know this? A uh, you know Indian dude? Uh, you know Koshi? I think his name is. Yeah. Oh hey yeah, Koshi. I love that guy. Well, yeah, he, he and his posse are coming over here. Just wanted to give you a heads up because I I don't really know these guys. It's cool. All right. Probably. But probably. Like, are you? Do you? Are you just leaving? Where do you, have you like stashed Rachel De in one of the cars? Or are you just leaving her like tied up on the ground.
0: Soon we just leave her there on the ground with the socks stuffed into her face?
1: <laughs> well, one stuffed into her mouth, and
2: the other one tied around her head, holding the first one in. You're the expert. <laughs>
1: okay. So yeah, Gary is pretty good with knots. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, so yeah, no, like a minute just goes by, and then you see Koshi walk up, and he's flanked by uh, Finn and the uh, and Ilia, the man you, he met, mentioned earlier. So I see you decided to make it quite the uh, event of this little uh, gathering. Oh, Who's I just like throwing
0: that? spears at doors.
1: Right? Who is that woman? None of your business. So, the, and Jesus.
2: then you see. Sorry. Old friend, do for a nice and eh, a medium or heavy spanking. I haven't decided yet which. And then you see hear Ilya say, Is she at a conquest?
1: Yes, what? she is a conquest. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Uh, thank Yes, I thought somebody would still remember the old ways of things. Yes, yes, yes. They then kind of you hear, he, just run with it, Nick. Shh.
0: Then, then,
1: then, you, then you hear Koshi just. I- Ilya, we talked about it, but no one. No one is supposed to do conquest anymore. That's that's old. That no one does that anymore. We shouldn't do it anymore. I was gonna say. Reg- so, Koshi, Koshi yeah, says yes. So, I've been hearing stories popping up about a father of knives being here. Loki being involved. Who's the
0: father of knives? How the hell?
1: Like, I mean, I know
0: God stuff, but like, what the fuck? I mean. Why would you do it with a knife? Gary,
1: help
2: me here. I mean, I'm, I'm not into older men, but
1: I don't know. Is this guy good looking? So Basically, you're trying to like sort of bluff him. Yes. All right, so give me a manipulation and subterfuge. Glad you said that, because Gary's really good at manipulation. One success. Now let me roll for Koshi to see if he can spot through your... Lies botch 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 <laughs> three successes. God damn it. Well, yeah, he, I'm <laughs> Gary is a good liar, but unfortunately, Koshi is very good at sussing out the truth. He, so, yeah, Koshi is just, yes, I can see you're trying to hide your knowledge behind your uh foolishness, but please, I must, I need to know this. Do you have it? Look, if you want to talk to Loki, she's up there with Aphrodite. He's his... that's. I will see to Loki in due time, but for right now, I need to know where is, the, where is the father of knives.
2: Now, we got a lady here tied up that we're watching for now. I think Loki may have known something about the father of knives, but I'm not sure.
1: All right, give I me guess. another. Uh, Heard of it. Give me another uh, sub- manipulation plus subterfuge roll for that. Three successes. But you only have three dice for all that?
2: Oh, wait, shit, no, that should have been eight dice. You have five more dice. So five successes,
1: combining those two roles. All right, that's yourself
0: that's... seem like a bad liar and then fucking owning him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Koshi believes you at this point. He just... Okay. Damn it, I thought I... Thought i was so close. Okay. okay. I will go see. Yes, so... Careful, he's in a mood. All right. Yes. I will... I will, I will, te- I will t- seek out Loki and see what I can learn from them. Do, do do try to behave honorably with that, with your prisoner, and then he does. He like gives you like a, a long last glance, and then he walks away. Gail, and then just
2: give him a wink.
1: And then Finn sort of leans up to Jesse. You're not actually going to do anything weird to the woman, are you? Uh,
2: no. She's going to jail.
1: Oh, that's fine then. Yeah. Then he walks off after Koshi.
2: Right, we got like ten minutes before. He comes back, so we should probably move and hide. Is is Kieran still standing there?
1: Yeah, I'll say he he was like, you know, sort of standing nearby, just, you know, just in case he needed to jump in. Watching the whole thing play out. Yeah.
0: Jesse will down his beer, uh, give Kieran his glass, give him two thumbs up as a thank you, and then just wave goodbye.
3: All right. But seriously, uh, it's safe, right? Totally. Completely.
1: Okay. In okay. fact, it's right here. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you gonna take out the father of knives? Uh, just the bag. <laughs> all right. So yeah, Kieran sort of like. Oh, so the fa- that's it's in there. You want to open it? <laughs> oh uh, yes, let's do it. All right. I'm quick, gonna quick before before anyone comes in. Just oh, I'm i have kind of I'm dying to see what the hell this thing looks like. I I you think, think we're all words. kind of
3: like peering over. Jesse's shoulder into the bag as he (laughs) opens it up because we're all like really curious
1: yeah even like even like uh, Gary's bodyguards like the uh, Berserkers they're like they see them like leaning over trying to like see what's inside yeah this is totally a bad idea so we should do it (laughs) alright so yeah you open the you open the uh, little like the little the handbag clasp and basically all of you you get like you feel like there's a presence coming from the knife and then like you so Jesse, are you actually going to be the one pick it up and take? Just hold it out. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you you hold it out, and for a moment you all just it looks like an old obsidian knife. It's about like five inches. It, 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 it it's, the knife it looks bigger than like the actual handbag should be able to hold it. But then after a second, you know, Jesse, you're holding it like around like the the handle. It's sort of like it looks like it's made out of some kind of like. Bone-ish, but you're not quite too sure. But after a second, you're holding it. Then you just like you—you you feel like there's like if you it like the knife is looking at you. And then for like another second goes by. Then you realize you're holding it, You know, it's not just like an old relic from like the olden times. You're holding a god. It's just an old god that has been all but forgotten, and only this has been sort of like condensed into this knife. Nice. And so everyone else, you just you just feel like there's like this. It, you can feel how sharp it is just by looking at it. It it is like it just it gives off this this aura of it, it, it's, it's it's like it's almost like whenever you've seen like an up- been in the presence of other gods and stuff. Like there is there is more to this thing than you can just see it to it. See it.
0: Jesse will try do? to cut a street lamp in half with it. Or, like, not in half, but, like, cut it and have it fall over.
1: So, yeah, you, I'll say that, yeah, Jesse, you sort of, like, go over, like, an a you know, sort of like street lamp and just sort of, like, flick the knife at it. The, the lamppost, it, 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 you know, it, for a second it's nothing, then, it, then you'd see it, like, it just, you know, slides down the uh, mountainside as, as it just cuts it half. And then also a the little gouge goes into the, uh, is cut into the mountainside.
0: Mountainside?
1: Yes, mountainside. <laughs> it's not oh. a big one, but I definitely see like you know, see like it's almost like a, it had a whip, and it just like this, like just a gouge, just like just cut down the mountainside. Jesse's like, we should <clears throat> probably
2: put that away. <laughs> right, probably good
0: idea. But I really want to know where this is kept, just in case. What should
1: we do with it? So yeah, Jesse, you recall that your mother asked you to uh, bring this to her.
3: Oh yeah,
0: mom kind of needs it, so I'm just gonna bring it to her.
1: What does she
3: need it for? God stuff. Specifically? I didn't ask. Probably should have asked.
0: Well, it's kind of hard because, you know, I have to go all the way outside of the valley because Norse gods are banned here and everything. It's a giant pain.
3: Gary, can you use your phone?
0: Oh, that's a good idea.
2: Gary! I guess. Stop looking at my knife. But it's
1: so big.
2: Hmm. Ariel pass his phone over to Jesse.
1: So, are you, so Jesse, are you not holding the, the phone and the knife in in both your hands? I assume, yeah. <laughs> I, I think Nick's kind of scared to
3: possibly try to take it away from Jesse, but he just wants to figure out what they should be doing with this thing because, like, handing it to a, a god because the god wants it is exactly what God has all in this predicament in the first place. But it's my mom.
1: All right, so do you, uh, you call up your mom?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So the phone rings for a second, then you hear the voice of uh, Scotty come say, hello, yes? Hey, this is Jesse. Ah, I see. Contacting you, uh, you through a friend. Ah, uh, okay. What? So
0: I got the father of knives. have it in my hand, in fact. Uh, Accidentally scarred a mountain. What should I do with it?
1: Does it have a container that can hold it?
0: Uh... We opened it, but I hope it's resealable.
1: Try. All right. So Jesse just has the phone <laughs> and tries to put the knife back. And so for, like as you're putting it away for a second, you almost, it, it, it's like the knife, it doesn't quite... It's almost like you've... For a brief second, almost, almost thought comes to you from the knife. It's like it doesn't want to go back into the... Into, back into the handbag, but then, like, you put it away and, like, and you all you all sort of, like, let out, like, a breath as you realize that, the, like, there's a subtle pressure in the air. is just gone now that the night's gone.
0: Right, yeah, it's resealable. I kind of wanted to cut stuff with it, though. What a shame.
1: And then Kieran goes, please don't even joke about that. I- <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Hopefully there weren't any hikers up there. Could this sword cut Destiny.
2: Knowing our luck, it was a whole Girl Scout troop. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe we should never speak of this again. Speak of what? The rock and orgy that we had tonight. Yeah, that,
1: that's what. So, right. Anyway, why do you need the knife? I was asked by Odin to get it from you. Uh.
0: Okay, I'll just call Odin
1: then. He won't answer. God damn. And it. if he does, he will probably lie. He's. Let me tell you something about Odin.
0: I'm putting you on loudspeaker. Okay. There's, like, there's Nick, who's a scion of the Lady of the Lake, and there's Gary, who's a Heimdall's scion, yeah. and his Berserker, which I guess are Odin's anyway, and I guess Kieran went off. Or no, is he, he is he's staying behind. Oh. Staying, he,
1: wants to, he wants to know what he's Kieran, and he's part of the two I've to All right, so you see, here's Scotty, so, so listen. I know Odin, he is... A pl- he is a schemer. He is a planner, and once he decides on a task, he is going to do whatever he needs to do to get that task done. So, I'm just warning you now. Just hand over the knife, and think things will proceed smoothly. All right. I do. I always dislike be getting involved in his plans, but. He is always looking for a way to, end, to prevent Ragnarok or to change it in, the, in our favor. And he will not stop ever. So will you please just come give me the knife?
0: I feel like if he really wanted the knife, would he accept the call?
1: It almost sounds really reasonable. Odin well, I mean, and it, reasonable it, are not... only sometimes associates.
0: Uh, I don't really have a problem with giving it. My problem's like, why keep it so secret? Well, I mean, I understand that the weapon's dangerous, but he could have told us himself. Wouldn't have been a big deal.
1: You don't know Logan, then.
0: You know, I feel like the gods have serious communication issues, and I understand that this is rich coming from me, but, you know, whatever. I just, I just want my beer and after party. Nick, Gary, Kieran, what do you guys think?
3: Maybe mute us? <laughs> uh nick suggests muting the phone so we could talk about it like not in front of right, right
0: anyway call you later mom bye
3: i mean if it's to stop ragnarok that's something but isn't that just like a story that's just oh ragnarok's
0: like a
2: big deal
3: yeah but it's totally it gonna just, happen isn't it just more to just like you know
1: sell metal records
2: no no it's not yeah no it's it's, it's gonna happen
1: <laughs> Kansas, they're like they're always saying it's gonna happen. They've been saying it since. For-
0: I feel like I feel like they're all gonna happen at once.
3: But you know, yeah, like Jesus was supposed to come back from the dead. Ah, again,
1: come on, but
0: no one believes in Jesus.
1: Well, no, tons of people do. It's hello, it's I'm standing right here. <laughs> oh, I, oh I said, well, I suppose yeah, you are kind of like a weird half Christian, half Welsh thing. It's. It's almost like a
3: 15th century knight was trying to reinterpret all their scriptures.
1: Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> you do not want to get the heavenly guys involved. Okay, They can be so condescending. I mean, well, they're, now they're, we have they're the nice. father of
0: knives so they're... we can cut them.
1: <laughs> and, uh, K- Kieran just sort of stares at you for a second. <gasps> a oh, just, he's just
0: laughing. Look, Kieran, like the Norse, we have a different concept of death than like some other Sidons are cultures. You have to take us in stride. I'm trying. Sometimes you end up with people like me, and sometimes you end up with people like Gary.
1: I'm starting to see why people didn't want your uh, uh, folks around the valley. We do like cutting
3: stuff. I kind of have an idea. What if we do give the father of knives to Odin, but make it that only someone who is pure of hurt and worthy to wield it, can actually use it. I know some ladies who are really good at keeping powerful weapons like tied up in stone until they're needed.
0: Nice. Sounds like fun. As long as I get to stab it into the rock. But wait, won't the rock just disintegrate?
3: It didn't last time.
0: It's true. Yeah, let's try it. Sounds great. What about you,
2: Gary? I got mixed feelings on it, but uh, poses is better with our family than
1: out in the world. Sorry, Nick. All right. Kieran's like, oh, oh, you you guys are good at putting things in stones and keeping it locked away. Got that going for you. I'm saying like, give the father
3: knife, knives to Odin, but like, it's just like the handle that's stuck in a piece of rock or something. So, right, right, like, right. You, right, you right.
1: can totally have it. <laughs> well, that sounds fine to me. Like, I mean, it's, it's your family. I mean, you want to, you want to sl- Get going on technicality, I mean, the, go for it. Uh, don't get off my back. Hopefully, it's not don't off my back. I like to get off my back, where it is.
0: Can this wording be specific for it to be pure good, just so we don't have like some sort of I don't know, pure evil person just waltzing up there, picking up the sword, knife, whatever.
3: Uh, just saying, I, you know. I mean, we could we could work on the wording, but I I think it's a fair compromise. If if Odin or whatever champion he chooses. Is truly going to use it for good? Then it should work. If he's right, right, right. Let's get this show on the road because we need to do this fast.
0: All uh, right. Gary texts my mom, to say we're going to bring it over asap.
2: All right. will text Scotty, and then he'll also text Heimdall and say, "Yo, does Odin really want this, or is that just some bullshit?" And I'll because, say you that know, you
1: do get a message back from Heimdall saying Odin likes to collect. Anything and everything he thinks can have a chance of affecting Ragnarok.
2: Cool. We're sending this to Scotty. Keep an eye on it just in case. Thanks, Dad. Peace. Promise we're not going to start a Frost Giant revolution.
0: I promise. Wink.
1: All right. So I'll say that, yeah, you all sort of like get into your respective cars and start traveling down. And I'll so say that. Does
3: Detective Johnson show up to yeah take position? Y-
1: yeah. You'll, I'll say you you halfway down the mountain. All
3: right. So I guess we'll give her Rachel De Lewis and whatever circumstantial evidence that's not the father of knives, and ask, ask her if she'll mind uh, looking over Asterios for a few minutes, or
1: whatever. Right. She so, yeah, she uh, like you know so, like uh, Rachel DeLewis, I mean uh, Detective Johnson is like all right. Yes. Yeah, so why is she socks? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask. I don't want to know. She's necessity. Gonna, You'll understand.
2: Necessity is the mother of invention. Oh, God, I'm getting flashbacks to that Apollo kid. Oh,
1: God, the things he... Oh, no, never mind. I don't want to talk about that. Bad memories.
2: And quite frankly, the silk underwear that I'm wearing is just too damn expensive.
1: And that's the sort of thing I don't need to know ever. So, yes, I'll take her. We have protocols for that. Um, the Minotaur... Asterios, uh, sorry, Asterios. Um, uh, yeah, I don't... Just lay, lay in the back backseat. Uh, I'll... Yeah, you can do. That. Sorry, it's I did not. I did you didn't. You failed to mention the minotaur, so I didn't bring the appropriately sized car. Things happen very quickly,
3: ma'am. I have a friend working on tracking his family, but it might take her a little bit.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, um, we'll well, he'll be at the station if you want to pick when you want to pick him up. Just let us know ahead of time so we if we need to like hold him, like just give him the room for the night or something. So. Will do. All right. You don't have anyone else tied up and gagged in you or trunks, do you? I look at Gary. Not in the trunk, no. Do you have anyone else in your vehicle tied up and gagged? Not in the vehicle, no. And she just she just looks at you sideways, and so what are you doing later tonight? She just looks at you for a moment, just doing my job. Then she leaves. Gary gives her a wink and
2: a smile as <laughs> she does so.
1: I'll call you later. All right. So, yeah, so now that you've dropped off Asterios and uh, Rachel DeLewis, what are you guys going to be doing?
3: Put a little sheath on this blade. Yeah, let's... Uh,
0: that's what she said. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the lake.
1: All right, so, yeah. Nick, are you going to bring Jesse and Gary along with you, or are you just going to go there by yourself?
0: I th- probably I th- we're going to insist anyway.
1: Yeah, because, like... If if Nick goes by
3: himself down with um like a night, there's pro- like even though we're you know a band and a bunch of friends, there's still that, uh, that a little bit has,
1: that, you know after seeing you a uh, uh, cut be cut into a mountainside, you're, you're a little bit not quite that right friendly. Yes, I might even I might even um pop down and um,
3: ask or text on the way and ask if it's possible to do this like in the material realm or.
1: So yeah, you get a text about your mother saying, uh, uh, yeah, no, this, this needs to be done in the, in the workshop. I cannot, I need materials there. Okay. I mean, I could
3: probably, I think my purview allows me to bring people along.
1: Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, and I'll, probably, I'll just say you can do it anyway, just because they're they're also like trying to, you know, let yeah. people into it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Jesse and Gary, you you also, you get like you know, you go to like the little Tempe town. It's like a man made lake near the uh, university. And so you like you you head down to the water, and for a moment there you you are soaking wet. But then like the water just stops, sort of like soaking through you, and you just it's, it starts becoming more like this like thick air almost. And then eventually you you like you cross over to the other side of like you find yourself in the uh, in the court of the uh, ladies of the lake.
2: Is more than one uh,
1: yeah, yeah it's more like a uh, it's kind of more like an organization ish thing than just a it's it's kind of both a title and a organization ish thing yeah. nick's mother uh what are they wearing <laughs> <laughs> oh no um you see like you see some of them are like it's there's like a bit of a like a sliding scale like you see you see some of them they they look more a bit more modern-ish like like a like you know, steel worker clothes, almost like you know, thick, you know, thick, like corduroy, you know, really thick cloth. You know, keep burns off. But you do see like a few, like some, of the, especially some of the older ones. They address much more like, I guess, medieval-ish, with like tunics and stuff, dresses. Hmm. You don't say. Uh, but I do say yes.
2: <laughs> so where's Nick's mom, or Nick's lady of the lake?
1: So yeah, she I'll say like yeah, she goes up to meet you and it's like so you you want you want me to 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 seal away this knife, to you know put conditions on this knife?
3: Yeah, sort of um, you know like that that story where that kid Wart was the only guy who was able to pull that sword or whatever and you know only be you know pure heart person who's using it for good can actually remove it. It's I gave my word that uh My friend here would have purview over the next relic, but I think even Odin is a terrible uh, custodian for the father of knives. But this is a good compromise,
1: and so yeah, so yeah, Nick and Jesse, you, I mean, Gary and Jesse, you both see, like, you know, uh, you see, like, she she looks, she reminds you like a bit of like the other Fae you've seen, like, there's just this. Uh, like, in a human, like she looks human but there's, like that, there's this other edge to just her appearance and you can't like again you can't you just cannot pin down what age she is it's it's almost like it all varies almost slightly
2: i can work with that
1: <laughs> and so the so yeah, little lake she like i i'll need to see the knife to before i can uh start working on it
0: okay moment of truth and jesse unfolds the knife
1: and so, again, this time, you definitely feel like the knife, it, it, it's almost like it's reacting to the location. And you could definitely see, like, all the uh, workers and all the all other members of the court sort of, like, like, they all stop and turn and look at it. And so the Lady of the Lake, she goes, Ah, oh, okay. Hmm. This, this will be a challenge. Yep. I, so, Nick, so we... It was actually i don 't really want to admit this, but my predecessor predecessor Vivian was actually the one who uh uh put the who helped place the sword in the stone, but I did learn some of her craft, but i i i i will must admit i do not know if I can fully put impose as a condition on this knife i mean it 's worth
3: trying i guess worst case scenario we put a gun lock on the trigger before handing uh handing it over to you know the child that is Odin.
1: I would not call him a child, he is definitely much more of a crafty old man, but regardless yes well, my metaphors are mixed <laughs> right, so so like you know, she like you know, she like calls her various attendants and uh you know craftsmen to her, and they they like take the knife to like one of the uh nearby forges, and you see like they they do see like you see one of them like bring like, a, like a rock it looks like more like coral almost. And then you see like, you know, you, you all can watch this and you definitely feel like there is like magic and power just being sort of like, you know, being like coalesced into the area, like way beyond what you guys are currently capable of. And you see like, you you see the lady, like she like sort of like she curls up the sleeves of like her, uh, her tunic and you see like their muscle and like also like some like burn scars like, along her arms. As you see, like she like turns to the like gets like a uh, a hammer from the forge and like takes it and like sort of like starts to like apply it to the knife and to the rock, and and then you know things get more esoteric as you know like that they, they they like they just evidently they just like sink the knife into the rock and then they like start like you know drawing sigils on the rock itself start on the knife and you know for a moment you know everything goes by and for a moment you f- almost like, like the magic doesn't really want to like sink into it. It's almost like the knife itself is like cutting apart the enchantments that are trying to be placed onto it. And, you, and so all of you, you feel eventually like, like some, something eventually sort of like sinks into the rock and then you see that they like bring back the uh, rock and bring it over to you. I nod to Jesse.
0: All right. Let's get this shipment delivered.
1: All right, so we we weren't able to make it so that only the pure of heart could try it. We tr- that it, it rejected that. It's 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 very old this knife, and it it only it it had, it, it had to enact act a price. So that we had to give it a price you could agree on. Nick nods. And so we've managed to get it to say that, yeah, the whoever pulls it out of this, whoever like manages to you know wrest this from the rock, will have to give up the hand that wields it.
3: It's something.
1: How oddly appropriate. That's just like my bow. And so, like you see, the lady Nimue like, just sort of looks at you. And is like. Oh, Craftsmanship, that no, they, why do they ever let that thing? Be I'm spitting words.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, it's technically only if I don't kill someone with it that I lose an arm. All right. See, perfectly workable. I
1: swear, you Acer, you are so obsessed with trying to prove yourself, honor, and giving up body parts. Ugh. so yes, we, we do other things with body parts. And you do see, like, Nimue doesn't really seem to set but you do see, like, a couple of the uh, retainers, both male and female, sort of, like, uh, you know, sort of uh, giggle at the uh, innuendo. Hey.
2: Gary will slide over to one of the young females who giggled.
1: You like it here? Okay, I'll just, you, you start smoothing.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: All right, we we got a delivery to make, and then you can party all night.
0: That's right. Journey purview go. Does Gary also have the journey purview, by the way?
2: I don't think
1: so. so. No, I think Gary only has like the um, epic stamina. That's it. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Because I thought he'd have journeys because Heimdall and the bridge. He
1: could take it if he wants to, but he doesn't have it right Uh, now. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Makes sense.
2: It's really important for Gary to be able to put his back into it, deep into it.
1: I'll, I'll, just, I'll say that, yeah. you just, I'll say that, yeah, you just say that out loud, and, and the, the, uh, your little, uh, your, uh, your fans, Gary, are just like, ooh, <laughs> so. And Gary,
2: and Gary will apologize profusely, sorry, I have to go, but give me your numbers, we'll keep in touch. I know a nice little castle.
1: <laughs> and then you see, just name away, just, you are not allowed to fornicate in my domain understand i'm inviting them in my place that's fine last time i checked i gave the castle to my son not to you your castle's not the only one hmm
2: by the way what are you doing later you nick see, looks at him hard
1: <laughs> right right gary
0: nick and uh jesse will grab them by like the scruffs of their uh, clothes i guess and it's just like delivery time
2: all right all right folks Take care. It's been a pleasure, ma'am. And Gary will bow with a flourish to in way.
1: And she was just like like a disapprovingly sort of like tilt, like nod her head slightly. Thanks, mom. Farewell, my son. All right. As, so, as we're
2: leaving, yeah. Nick, what happened to the castle full of virgins that all needed a spanking? I'm pretty sure that's only in the movie. Why though? That's
3: disappointing. I'm sure there is a castle somewhere where a bunch of damsels need a spanking but your princess is in another castle.
2: So, Nick, how do you feel about
1: quests? uh, Deep down somewhere in you, Nick, when you hear the word quest, your heart just uh, jumps at the uh, thought of it. Do you know one? Do you? Yeah, we're going to find that castle. Oh, (sighs) okay.
0: I assume Jesse's just getting on his bike.
1: All right. So I'm going to say that, yeah, so let's say that, yeah, Jesse, he goes off and drops off the the father of knives to, to Scotty. And I'll say that with, because since you sort of use your uh, journey per view, you get back in time for the after party. Nick, are you going to go to the after party or are you not going to go? He told Gary he was going to go, so he is a man of his
3: word.
2: So, yes, then.
1: <laughs> so, at the
2: after party, Gary is going to be introducing Nick to everyone as Sir Nick of the Incredible Cod Piece. And he's going to be introducing Jesse to everyone as Jesse. The man with the spear of many sizes. It's
1: true. And and for the after party, at least, those names do not stick out at all. It is quite the uh, raucous after party, (laughs) as everyone who is like, who is like, deals, who is like children and deals with like the less polite aspects really just let their freak flags hang out and fly. And I'll just say that. You know, Gary, you mean your match and several of the people there. Yeah.
2: Although I do have a secondary goal of continuing to try to get Sir Nick laid. All right. And I will give him as much alcohol as is necessary. Jesse, you're going to help with this, right?
1: If Nick is up to this, we could do this for, we
2: could roll this out if you want. Yes. Alcohol is always,
3: yes. I mean, what do you think? Nick will totally like take lots and lots of alcohol, but I don't think that's going to help him to get laid. He He's he's the polite drunk who's, who's just too Oh, sharp. no, no. I, I think when he gets really, really drunk, he okay. gets like super, super like uh, mopey and just tells everyone about this girl who's just keeps showing up at his um, house and how much like, oh my gosh, he's pining for her. And it's like all these feelings coming out and it's just like, a train wreck that you just can't look away from. Way to kill the just Simp.
1: But yeah, he, he is definitely, he is doing the nightly pining for his his, uh, his unrequited, for all he knows, unrequited love.
2: Well, I, surprised- must,
1: I must prove myself worthy of her. <laughs> Nick, we, we
2: gotta cure your one itis. We just gotta cure it. I mean, they do have a date for the next week,
1: so. I will say that they're... <laughs> I will say that Theophania still sticks around for the after party, at least, and she she is definitely on Nick's side. Just like, just back off, get going. come on, Gary, you know, let him go at his own pace. You know, he's he'll get there eventually. I mean, come on, look at the little face. Oh, he's adorable.
2: adorable little face. You know, he is adorable. And we only live for so long.
1: We got to enjoy it. So let him go at his own pace, you know? I mean, like look at, look at my mom. She, her whole thing, she's all the love, okay? It's not just the, you know, go get him, get into the bed with him, love. It's all of it, you know? Sometimes love, it takes time. Where's your mom at now? at his own pace. You got you to gotta let it, you got to let it meander. You got to let it. No, really. Where's your mom?
2: Can you introduce me?
1: Oh, come on, I'll do it. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw I saw my pet pandemo she, she gave her your num- her number all right just if you want to go after her just go after her uh, just don't ever tell me about it okay please no uh,
0: hey guys I just realized these fruity girl drinks are like 80 percent alcohol
2: you just figure that out now as Nick is You're
3: drinking like a, Nick's drinking like a six one of them.
0: Just put uh, a hot J-
2: pepper in it and it's no longer girly. You see Jesse with like a
0: fucking the girliest fruitiest drink you can imagine. <laughs> or probably like two of them one in each hand with like straws in, in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Apple teenies with
1: straws. And so I'll say that yeah event deal then it's a good night for all <laughs> even though and I'm afraid I don't think Nick, I don't, Gary, I don't think your goal of getting Nick laid comes to fruition this night, though. I'm afraid. That's right.
2: I'm gonna call up uh, Sexy Love Mom and invite her over. No, she, she
1: just, no, I, no, no, you come to me, and even just from the voice, you could definitely tell. Oh, she, like you, you don't want to say no to that voice. I'll be there in 20. Excellent.
2: Hey, bro, I'm going to bang your mom.
1: And then from, and then from you hear Theophania just say, "Who hasn't you asshole?" Shot's fired. You, maybe. And then I don't know. You, she gets weird. And then you, you just, she just, she just feels back. Ah, she's not Zeus. And if you and if you keep this up, I ju- I guarantee Zeus will eventually put his eyes on you. And he don't take no for an answer. What's his number? I don't know. I hope Gary's into
0: bulls, <laughs> white, and swans.
3: I mean, golden showers are a thing.
1: <laughs>
0: and that, do not want to mention it, but it's Gary, so who knows?
1: So, yeah, a good night is had by all, and... No, no, one more thing. Oh, sorry. Tiffany,
0: of all the Greek pantheons, like the Jew Council, how many of the issues are caused by Zeus or Zeus' adjacent hijinks? <sighs>
1: Do you hear like? Um, well, it, actually, oh, it's a, mostly ad- Zeus adjacent stuff. I'll definitely say that. He, I mean, he's definitely he's got the reputation and de- and deservedly so. He, but it, it's 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 just he's a, you know he, he's got a long career of it, you know. So it's it's just you know there's whole lineages and stuff. He just like put himself into and stuff. So if it, it's it's like saying you know. It's like, you know, when people say, talk about like uh, Genghis Khan or whatever, it, it, it's some, at some point, someone's really into him. It's, it's, it, he's involved in it at some stage in it. If you, have, if you have to go way, way back. Pretty damn cool. But kind of expected that. And so, yes, the night progresses. And, you know, for all of you guys, you, you sort of like, yeah, what's going through your head? You know, you've, 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 you've had like a, so like a whole quest thing go on. So what's going through your heads, you know, like the next day that like you, you know, you've uh, you fully like, you know, sunk in that, you know, this is going to be the rest of your life. Uh, let's start with uh, Jesse.
0: Jesse's kind of wondering if he's going to be the one to pull the knife out since he already knows that it's in his fate that one of his hands will fall off and he thought it was going to be due to his bow. But now he's like fuck might be two through the knife and how he's like really like oh god damn it now I'm really confused
1: all right nick what's going on with your head
3: well nick has the water purview so he's young and therefore bounces back from hangovers really easily he's kind of looking back at this experience as very transformative for him sort of like uh Just looking at his old character sheet, like it was like petty um, goals, like messing up with uh, messing out, messing with mall cops and such. But now it's like going on and like just saving his little piece of uh, the world. He feels pretty good about that. And he, I don't know, he kind of enjoys being the good guy, like, but now he's like trying to like maturing a little bit. Like in the beginning of this, um, of the season, he was just like playing up his like celebrity with the local college students and somehow became an adult. So um, he's actually really looking forward to having like a, adult things going on and kind of growing and maybe actually having a steady girlfriend.
1: All right. So Gary, and I'll definitely say, you know, like the next day you wake up, you are exhausted and you know, that it takes a lot for you to, and you, you feel exhausted. Finally, it's about damn time. So, what's going on in your head about the whole just, you know, becoming a Scion bit?
2: Oh, Gary's loving it. He's absolutely reveling in it. He knows it's going to be a wild ride, and it's probably going to have a very fucked up end. But you know
1: what? It's going to be a wild ride, and that's what counts. Uh, I got it. All right. So, yeah, I'll say that, you know, days and weeks go by, you know, you... The castle gets a you know. Eventually, you you know Mel eventually managed to like uh, get like a a location on like you know Asterios's family. It, it's like not exact like you know this is the coordinate stuff. It's more like yeah, you definitely got some family like back near the Mediterranean stuff. It'll I it might you know, I might be able to have like a few you know contacts and stuff. They might help out with that.
3: Yeah, even if we can uh, get somewhere close, maybe we could, you know Skype a local precinct or something. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, they they have that. Then, you know, um, Nick and Mel, they go on their date. And I'll say that it's a very nice date for both involved.
3: Yeah, I think uh, Nick ends up taking her to uh, the concert with that uh, Norse rock band that he and Jesse met in the pit. And (laughs) they're probably playing somewhere that Mel can kind of get into.
1: All right. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, weeks go by a bit, and, you know, Koshi uh, well, at one point does sort of drop by and he's like, so, apparently you know, Loki said you, he gave you the knife, and then you just lied to me. I'll pick you my eye on you guys. Very close eyes. Then he sort of, you know, he like, you know, just sort of, he's he a bit he a bit of an ominous note. Wait, he gave us that shit? And then you would see Koshi just sort of like stares at you and it's just should have expected. Was it in his purse? Acer. Hey, and then he, he just sort of walks off. And I'll say, you know, that there's definitely you know, it was like the, the, sort of like a, a community sort of like starts to congregate around the uh, castle. Like, you know, like there's some of the college people. You, you start helping out with, like, you know, minor things here and there. You know, people like come to you, like, you know, with scion issues and stuff. You know, you remember Simon, the uh, dark elf you helped with the, when his uh, community was having nightmares.
0: It was a great uh session
1: yeah he he, he like, comes by and he says he points out like hey yeah, I got a little like a little shrine to uh the Acer and you know make sure to have a you know, little pictures of you and uh Nick on there jesse that's
3: great that that that's that's wonderful Simon did you ever uh give uh
1: what's her name a call oh yeah uh I did yeah who am I doing to- sorry I just it, it, my, like I said, my I don't really remember a lot of what I did back during those days. It's you know lack of sleep it messes up the memory and stuff. Control, I do not remember what the hell you're talking about. Oh, I'm referring
3: to the 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 girl who came in the first place to give us the quest, who Loki disguised as, um, and Nick kind of went back to the the her dorm room.
1: Ah, all right, yeah, and got yeah. So, so, yeah, Simon is, yeah, so that you mentioned, and then she does come back, because they. so, yeah, she mentions, like, her friend, the uh, guy you saved from the consort, that, you know, he recovered from it, and still looking, you know, not as, you know, put through the, run through the ringer. And so, you know, weeks go by, and now it's, like, the, you know, just a couple of days before Halloween, and as Scions, you guys definitely know that, especially for Halloween, it's, it's like, the time of the year's, like, all over the world, you know, there are times of the year when the barriers between worlds get thin. And Halloween is definitely one of those times. So, you're, so yeah, you, you, you know, ghosts and goblins and all that sort of little gribbly things start coming out of the woodwork and becoming just more, more, more and more frequent. And then one day, the doors burst open from the, from the castle and you see a man who he looks medley, he looks, you know, Egyptian. He, he, you see, like he is, like his skin is practically glowing, in, in the in in the in the room, and he's just like, "Have you seen her? Have you seen her? I cannot find her soul anywhere." Do we recognize this man? No, you don't.
2: Uh, seen who? Wait, I, what, what? What does her soul look like? Cause like two days ago,
1: I was hanging out with a ghost. He just. I, I. have looked all over the city. I have talked to people. I. They tell me you were some of the last people to look into her. Look into her death. And I cannot find her anywhere. Where is the soul of Bai Amari? Where is my daughter's soul?
3: Part of the attraction of Scion is how the hands of fate can dictate plot and propel the action forward. Encounter-based games are interesting ways to experience tales in bite-sized chunks. If you enjoy this type of storytelling, check out our back catalog for games like 13th Age, Clip's Phase, or Exalted for more encounter-based fun.